This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Andrew Gazdecki. He is the founder and CEO of a company called Business Apps, a do-it-yourself mobile app builder and mobile website creator for small businesses with over 500,000 customers worldwide. Andrew, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, well, thank you, first of all, for having me and uh, really happy to you know, share my story and hopefully inspire some entrepreneurs out there. Yeah, and clarify that for me. So when you say 500,000 customers in your bio, are those actual paying customers or those are users? Uh, those are paying customers. So the way our business works is we've created essentially the easiest way to build native iOS apps, Android apps. Um, we also have a new product that we've been really excited about called Progressive Web Applications. And what we do is we partner with agencies and other companies all across the world. So our business really operates, um, half our business is international. And so we partner with companies and we take our really easy to use app building um, software and we license it to other companies so they can build uh, really powerful mobile solutions. For so your main distribution customers. channel are reseller channels, white label products. Exactly. Okay. And what's a deal like that look like? If I wanted to white label business apps, what would that look like? So typically we'd start with about um, an initial commitment of $300 a month. With that, you can build um, a certain amount of applications depending on which industry you're in. Um, and then from there, we basically just help you with everything from sales training. We help you set up um, just depending on where you are with your business. Um, so is more of your revenue dependent is more of your revenue dependent on professional services stuff like what you were just talking about, or is it truly low touch SaaS SaaS product? I'd say it's both. So a big component of working with partners is ensuring that they're successful. And if you sign up a partner and you're really hands off and you don't teach them how to sell the product, you don't provide them with the materials that they need to sell the product, you aren't um, checking in with them to see if they have any issues, they're simply not going to be effective. And I think that's been one of the biggest drivers of success at business apps is um, we do have a specific team that if you sign up as a partner with business apps, we pretty much help you with every step along the way. So we work with, um, you know, some public companies all the way down to just an individual entrepreneur who thinks they want to maybe start their own, uh, mobile solutions company, um, helping small businesses navigate the mobile landscape. And so we basically have a track that we have for every type of um, person, whether you're an agency, a large company, or even just like an individual who just wants to um, start their own company with us. So and Andrew, if, had, if, I, if I forced you to pick an average of, of what these customers pay you per month, because I don't want to talk about every single cohort, I want to talk more about your story. What, what would the average customer, would you say, be paying you per month? Um, Is it 300? 
Um, it would be in the range of probably 500 a month, I would say. Okay, got it. So people are upgrading because they're launching more apps. They have maybe more seats, maybe more features, things like that. Yeah, because once you come on board with us, again, the number one thing is really we aren't successful unless our partners are are successful. And so that's why we invest a lot into um, customer success to really ensure that our partners really not only understand the product because everybody understands the benefits of mobile. You understand, you know, how a loyalty program can benefit a business or maybe how a mobile ordering system can benefit a restaurant, but really understanding how to articulate that to a business or how to um, position maybe your existing agency to let your clients know about these services um, is critical. And that leads to uh, more sales of our partners. And then, um, so Andrew, Again, what, what is, just to add a clarification here, what is the 500,000 number? Like that's not, you, you just said average price is 500 bucks, but that would put you at like 250 million bucks a month if they were all paying 500 bucks a month. So what is that 500,000 number? Oh, so that's not, I wish that's not per yeah. app. Um, yeah. You're paying so for steak dinner if that's the case. Yeah, no. So we, when you sign up as a reseller with business apps, um, we give you a designated amount of apps. You're basically pre-subscribing to um, a number of applications for you to publish. And it's simply our way of basically filtering out people who are serious and are not serious about being a partner with us. So, so what so, is that 500,000 number though? Is that number of apps published or number of paying businesses? That's the number of published apps oh, in the app that's why. today. Okay, got it. So, so okay, so 500,000 apps, that's more like a, like a stickiness measure, a usage measure, but how many businesses publish those 500,000 apps? Um, out of that, well, if you slice it up, we have um, close to 100,000 in the iOS store. We have um, probably about 300,000 in the Android app store. Um, no, no, sorry, Andrew. Even- I, I asked my question wrong. I'm just trying to get a sense of how many customers you have. So one, it sounds like one customer could be publishing 100 different applications. Yeah, so that's where it gets kind of hard. So um, right now we have um, around 3,000 partners around the globe. And then underneath them, they have their own customers i see and so getting that exact number i mean it's in the hundreds of thousands got it but you have what i'm trying to do is correlate that monthly price you just gave me the average the 500 that correlates to what the average agency is paying you is that accurate right Uh, of the three thousand. right okay got it perfect that's helpful okay tell me more about about the backstory here man so when did you launch the company yeah so the funny so the whole business model i just described to you which is where you can sign up as a partner, and we also do sell direct to small businesses, but in a in a very limited capacity because um, small businesses generally need um, a high touch approach. You need to um, basically be a mobile advisor or you know meet with them in person, sit them down uh, to really sell to small businesses. That's why you'll see companies like uh, Five Stars or um, Belly. They'll raise you know fifty million dollars because they're building a direct sales network. Um, so they can basically sell in person to small yeah. business. No, Andrew, so, I, I totally get that. But just what's your start date? What year did you launch the company in? Right. <laughs> I was I was going to just get to just basically how we got to all this. Yeah, so these started, are this is quick, though. I mean, I think I told you before, there's 15 minutes. I want to get the most out of you as possible. So what's the year? What year did you launch? All right, fire hose me. Uh, 2010 and uh, college. Okay, now give me some more of the backstory. So you were college. Did you drop out or did you did you finish school or what? Uh, I stayed in school, um, but my fifth year in college, I pretty much failed every class because I stopped going to class to focus on this business. Uh, but it really was just, you know, I saw a need with being in a college town. Um, 
uh, college students are typically the um, highest adopters of mobile applications. And I just saw, you know, local restaurants, bars having a need for mobile applications, built a templated framework for me to just build apps with. And then that's where it really evolved into what it is today, where basically I was building apps for, you know, local restaurants and bars within uh, Chico. I went to CSU Chico State. Um, and then that's when the light bulb kind of clicked where people came to me and said, you know, hey, I would like to kind of do the same thing that you're doing, but I just need you to remove all the branding and that sort of stuff so I can set my own pricing. What did uh, you grow revenue to before you dropped out? Like how long were you able to stick with school? <laughs> um, you know, I actually, I remember doing this. Um, so we had a small office and it was one room and basically anytime anyone spoke, it just echoed. Um, but before we left then, um, over to the Bay area, I believe we were at like, um, 65,000 in monthly recurring revenue. Just so a you, were, you were still, even at 65,000 in, in MRR, you were still trying to say, okay, fine. I'll make parents happy. I'll stick, I'll stick with school. You hadn't dropped out yet. Well, no, that was the whole plan. I mean, when you're in college, uh, basically you don't have a job, you don't have any responsibilities. Um, so anyone who's looking to start a company, College is a pretty good window where you just have no Everything's paid for, rent's cheap. But I'm shocked though, once you were at that MRR, like for me, I have a very similar story, but I just couldn't even fathom school at all once we hit about 30 grand in MRR and I dropped out. Well, I kind of did drop out, to be honest. So I, you just stopped going. You didn't yeah, make it official. I, you just stopped going to classes. And the irony is, um, I actually, I, I took a fifth year on purpose so I could just stay in school. I wouldn't have to get a job. And so I picked up an entrepreneurship minor. Uh, okay. And I, and I didn't get that. I failed that. Probably the but, most successful person in that class. If you based off what really matters, which is revenue, right? Everyone else is writing thesis papers and 20 page business plans. And you're like, fuck that. I got money in the bank, baby. In a sense. Yeah. I mean, I was building a business, so I was actually you doing know, really, it. Yeah. I was yeah. actually applying it in, in real, in real world perspective. Um, fast. So fast forward to today What's the team size, uh, team size, we're a little dispersed. So we have about, uh, 40 in our um, San Diego office. And then we also have a remote team. Um, so total team size is up to about 80 to 90. Okay, where's the remote team? Um, all over the world. So we oh, have 24-hour okay. um, customer support. We have a engineering team in Poland. Um, it's a good mixture pretty much. Everywhere. And have, yeah. you, have you bootstrapped the company or did you decide to raise capital? We've actually bootstrapped. Um, we've only raised um, 110,000, and that was um, 2010. Was that Angels or something? Yeah, so I have three angel investors, um, uh, all invested in 2010. And ever since then, we've um, just pretty much run the company, uh, just really lean and mean, and um, really focused on profitability over um, you know, raising capital or this, that, this is a great, it's a great story. I mean, and you're, if I'm doing the math right, I mean, you said 3000 customers earlier times a $500 ARPU. You guys are what, somewhere around 1.4, 1.5 million in MRR. We're a little above that. A little above uh, that. You smile yeah. when you say that. Why? Uh, well, so in 2014, we were at number 58 on the Inc. 500's fastest growing company. In 2015, we were, uh, what was 2014 um, revenue? What was MRR in December that year? Uh, I believe it was um, 5.8 million. And then it was um, 7.2 in 2015. And then we stopped disclosing numbers um, off uh, past those years just for competitive reasons. Yeah. 
Um, nobody listens to this podcast, so nobody will hear you reveal them live. So what did you do in 2016? I'm not going to tell you, uh, <laughs> but I will say, um, uh, somehow, somehow I was awarded, uh, uh, Inc. Magazine's 30 under 30. And they asked the same thing. I was like, I'm not, as, I, I, I did. Uh, I mean, we have Andrew to be fair though. I want to, cause I want to give you credit, man. This is impressive. I mean, you're generally, I mean, if you're around 1.45 ish, I mean, you're, oh, you're around 18 million in AR. I mean, it's a, this is a really impressive story. Yeah, I just can't discuss that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just Sorry, doing math. I'm just doing. By the way, you're not disclosing anything. I'm literally in an Excel sheet, just doing math. Three thousand customers times five hundred is one point five million. It's just it's your numbers multiplied. Uh, yeah, I mean, your ballpark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's impressive. It's impressive. Now, let me ask you, why um, competitively, when these kinds of numbers get out, what like what worries you, or is this more like your your advisors or people going, Andrew, don't share that stuff? Um, you know, it's just one of those things where um. For one, our, our market is very competitive. Um, we've seen a number of companies essentially Rip you uh, off. flat out copy our business. Um, Who? Name one or two. I, I don't ever like to bash competitors. Um, well, but, you're not bashing them. I'm just curious who else you see in your space. Uh, Build Fire, for one, used to be um, a partner of ours. Um, App Institute is another competitor. Well, Ian, by used. the way, is in San Diego. Yeah, the irony behind that. Uh, so we kind of moved into his territory i guess if you wanted wants to call it that um app institute used to be a reseller and so what we kind of did is we we started this whole industry where um if you go to other companies websites or um just really understand their business model you'll see like terms like we use a term called app credit in our industry so if you're a reseller you get a certain amount of app credits to um build iphone apps with or, or android apps or progressive web apps or whatever if I could go back in time, I would change that to something that made more sense, like app licenses. Um, there's also something called app code, where that's how we um, use a, a preview tool. You type in the code, and that's how you are able to preview your app without having to um, use like Publish test flight or anything like that. Yeah. And if I can go back in time, I would probably change that to you know Apple App ID or something like that, not app code. These were just like terms that we just kind of. Um, what, what are you ran, saying though, Andrew, close out that story. So you're saying people are copying your terms and that's how you know they're ripping you off. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, if people aren't copying you, you're not trying hard enough. Um, so, you know, I think the biggest form of flattery is, you know, when people, um, you know, that's the best part about business is when, you know, people take notice of what you're doing. Um, and I'll also say this. So the companies that we do compete with and, um, you know, may mimic our business business in certain ways, um, they're still doing great things in the world. They're helping small businesses grow. They're helping entrepreneurs, um, build their own businesses. So we're all kind of on the same page. There's no hard feelings. Um, I think just, um, at the end of the day, what really matters is, you know, are we making an impact in the world? And they are. So, I mean, I have absolutely no problem. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail, set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or a CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big, smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. 
They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com, click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use, www.thetopinbox.com. Now, you have an impressive, uh, 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 I guess, sample cohort size here, right? A lot of people, if they're early, you know, new companies, they don't have a lot of customer or trial data. They don't have a lot of uh, data around things like churn. So, like, in this space, like, retention is obviously really, really critical. Um, how do you measure that? And, and what would you say your logo churn is annually? So, we have um, two types of churn uh, metrics that we measure. The most important one that we measure is the SMB churn metric. And that one's a little bit tricky because we don't actually bill our end customers most of the time. And so the way that we're able to track that is we look at basically, is the app deactivated? So when say- Through the OG, agency that's paying you. Yeah. If an agency creates an app and then they have a customer cancel within our software, they can uh, basically deactivate the, the app. And what we actually see on that level is a churn number below 2%. Monthly? It's monthly. And That's so the pretty average, damn good for a small business space, by the way. Small business on average is about 3.2% yeah. per month. So with that, we're pretty happy. But um, I think a big part of that is, again, the hands-on approach. It's where they're not just you know building them um, you know, a mobile solution or a mobile marketing strategy. They're implementing it. They're really hands-on with them. They're touching base with them on a level that we really never could unless, you know, we raised like 50 million bucks, which would really... Um, it'd be dilutive. Yeah. And also, it would it'd be really hard from just a, a CAC LTV ratio. So... What are you paying right now for CAC, just on average? Uh, I'm not going to disclose that. You're asking hard questions, man. Well, dude, have you listened to the show? <laughs> I have not. Okay, so honest. who's that? That's you then, not me, brother. I mean, we <laughs> we have done about a thousand of these. Every show's like this because that's where you learn the most. So let me ask you a question: Are you are you growing most of your stuff organically, or are you are you are you doing a lot of paid spend? Um, most of it's actually um, organic. So if you just go and you look at, if you type in like business apps reviews, you'll see that um, you know we have a just a ton of you know really happy customers, and that obviously leads to more happy customers. I'm a big believer that, you know, um, number one, your hardest customer, your hardest critic is your, one of your best customers. They have the best feedback. Um, and so we really take customer success and customer support really seriously. We have, um, you know, some of the best support times and some of the support KPIs that we measure um, in the industry. And so, to answer your question more directly, um, most most of it is organic. Because so, like Andrew, quant, quant, try and quantify that real quick. I'm just going to ask you a very easy question. So, like last month, did you spend more or less than fifty grand on paid spend? No, less than. Less than. Okay, got it. Cool. So, yeah, it's mostly organic and and interesting. So, I mean, that's why you haven't had to raise capital. You've got the organic stuff working. You've been able to keep total control. It works perfectly. Yeah, I mean, if you know, there may be a time in the near future where we do raise capital, um, but you know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, I've always said the most sustainable source of funding that you can possibly raise is through customers. And so from day one, we always tried to build a product that people would pay for on day one. And that's really what has led us to be able to 
um, not have to raise capital to not have to um, essentially, um, you know, go raise funding to build out the product, yep. just build something of value from day one. And so, again, the best source of funding for your business is definitely customers. Andrew, let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are just very quick one word answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, good to great. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Elon Musk. Number three, what is your, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, SEMrush. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, eight to nine. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, engaged. Getting oh, married in April. Congratulations. Very good. No kids yet? Uh, no, my fiance is pushing for him though. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. we did this and, and here, it might be different. <laughs> and how old are you, Andrew? Uh, 28. All right. Last question. Take us back eight years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, what's that question? Who take, is my, 20? take, take us back eight years. What, what's something you wish your 20 year old self knew? Oh, hire the best team around you as soon as possible. Um, absolutely. Like do not underpay for talented people because, um, they are, are worth it. And also, um, understand that you can't do everything on your own and business is not, uh, there's no I in there is an iron business, let's super say. There's no iron team, and um, really, business is a, a team sport. And uh, I think if I understand that a little bit earlier, um, you know, I think we would have been a little bit further along than we are now. There you guys have it from Andrew, founded Business Apps back in 2010 out of his college apartment, decided to take the entrepreneur class out of school, promptly failed out of that while he passed 60,000 bucks in MRR. I freaking love that. They're now uh, serving over 3,000 agencies who are helping small business owners build these mobile apps quickly and efficiently. Each of those agencies pay about 500 bucks a month, so they're doing somewhere around 1.5 million bucks in MRR. Really healthy growth rate back from 2014 when they were doing 5.8 million in AR December of that year 2015 up to 7.2 million obviously up to where they are now super healthy unit economics with less than two percent SMB churn that's obviously better than industry standard again with their team of 90 based in San Diego and other remote locations only 110,000 raised which I freaking love Andrew thank you for taking us to the top yeah my pleasure